Yep, so here we are on yet another episode of Shea Over Wine. This is, of course, Shay, and I'm here with Lady Steele. She is the host of uh, Love, Peace, and Slander, and she's actually also a writer on the blog. Say hello to everyone. Hey, everybody. Thank you, Shay, for having me on your show. Big ups to you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so today we are enjoying a Primitivo, um, which is actually from Italy. It's a red wine. Um, it's actually one of my favorite wines. Um, I actually enjoy wines from um, the region of Puglia, which is actually, you know how Italy is shaped like a boot? Yeah. It's the heel of the boot. Okay. Right? So um, this is a nice, bold, fruity red that we're going to jump into. I'm getting ready to open the bottle up. I like bitter. I know a lot of people don't, so yeah. that's why I do the reds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a, um, you know, the wines from here, they all have, like, similar characteristics, and it's interesting because they're a cousin to the Zinfandel grape, so mm. they share those, um, those bold, fruity characteristics, but there's actually a specific one called Negro Amaro, which literally means dark and bitter. That sounds like something I need to check out. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, too. So, um... I, I recently discovered um, the wines from Puglia out of my Vine Box box. And um, I talk about Vine Box quite a bit on my blog. And it's a subscription service that sells wine by the glass. So they sell wine in like vials. It's really cool. So a single serving? Yeah. But you get to taste wine each month? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. They recently changed their format to quarterly. So now instead of sending a box with three vials, they send like a case with 12. Oh. But they only send it like every okay. three, three months. months. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. Yeah, so you get more, and it actually turns out cheaper that way now. I used to love the um, the zip wines. Zip? Yeah, they were like single serving, and you just had to mm-hmm. zip it up, and and you could carry wherever. Really? Mm-hmm. And it came in like a glass thing. Yeah, it was like a, a already packaged or whatever, and you just zip it to open it, and mm-hmm. you're able to drink it on the go. Oh, cute. Awesome. We have them as a sponsor for an event, so yeah. Oh, nice. I had uh, I had canned wine before um, from Wink. I just saw canned wine. It was like man canned wine. Yeah. Manly wine. <laughs> yeah, it was a rosé called Rusa. And it's a, it's a very slim can, like a Red Bull can. You know uh-huh. how the Red Bull can is slim? So it was like that, and you really couldn't even tell it was wine. So I, I think I actually did drink a little bit of it in public just because I felt like I was getting away with something <laughs> so yeah they, they put wine in a can I thought like having it in the box was already taking away whatever girliness you thought it came with <laughs> I guess so I mean I didn't particularly enjoy it because I felt like the metal did something it gave to it, it like the metallic taste yeah like flavor wise so eh, I drank it but um the, the like it was like a four pack I think it was a three or four okay. pack. Oh, of course, have four pack of wine. Right. So, like, <laughs> so I nobody the, can. The last two times I enjoyed it, like I poured it out into a glass because I just liked it better that way. Yeah. Can't so have wine any other way. Right. It it just it just doesn't feel right. Although I have been personally enjoying wine in um, plastic in a disposable short. Um, that is fine. I just the the shape of a wine glass is what mm-hmm. I mean because. Take that same wine and pour it in a solo cup or in a regular plastic cup. It's just not enjoyable to me. I will do it. Yeah. Don't get me twisted. I'm going to do it because I'm going to drink the wine. You know, I'm not going to waste it, but it's not the same. She does. <laughs> smells good. 
Yeah, it comes right about the glass. They're very aggressive, the um the ones from Puglia. It's my favorite thing about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. You like it? Good, I'm happy. <laughs> I was scared that it would be sweet because I'm not a sweet wine person at all. You know, I try to stay away from the sweet wine because I feel like that's the default for a lot of people who don't really go far when it comes to wine. Yeah. So I like I Moscato, to, like yeah. what Moscato's become. It's, it's Kool Aid, pretty much. What they're passing off as Moscato. Right. Like I know that there's decent Moscato out there, but mm. I won't even bother if somebody tells me they're gonna bring it because I know what they're gonna do already. Yeah. You're gonna bring me some um some juice. <laughs> so. Right. The funny thing is, I actually do had a Moscato the other day from Italy, and it was um the alcohol content is really low, so it 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 is sweet and it's less alcohol, so it really does taste like like a little twinge of grown up juice. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Still enjoyable nonetheless, but like we pounded it because it was so easy to drink. Yeah, like, you know, there's nothing, there's just nothing stopping you. Just bop, like drink like juice. As a kid, <laughs> I loved wine because really? I mean. <laughs> I mean, I would sneak and drink it, but I remember I loved it because I could tell that there was alcohol, but it wasn't um, wasn't like drinking vodka. Like, it didn't make me stop. I wanted right. more. Yeah. I don't know if that was signs of a problem, but um, I knew wine was something I wanted to have when I was an adult. Right. Like, you trained your palate really early. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No judgment here at all. Wine and, and beer when I was thirsty, but wine mm-hmm. more so because of the, um, I think, um, they probably just had cheap wine too, because then you're thinking about as a kid, what is it that's dancing on your palate? But I remember mm-hmm. it tasting somewhat grapey, but yeah. probably kind of how, um, teleport tastes. If, right. You know? Right. Right. So I remember, I love wine. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Here at Shabon Wine, we don't judge at all, especially when it comes to wine. I mean, I've written an entire blog post about having wine with my breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's the thing you can just do. Just go to France if they think it's not fine. Right. <laughs> have wine anytime. When I was living in California, I went through a, a few different phases in my wine phase. It was literally, I had um, Merlot's mm-hmm. and my Cabernet stacked and all day, every day. It was just wine, wine central. I don't blame you. One of the only things I didn't get to do when I lived out there was go to um, Temecula, which is wine. Right, uh, wine country. Mm-hmm. For the wine tours. Mm-hmm. And I was like right there. Right. It's just like, you know, like New York is in a Statue of Liberty. It's right there, but you, you know, you don't go. You live your whole life in New York and you don't go. That's true. Because I definitely haven't been there. Yeah. I've seen it from, <laughs> you know what? The one time I was going to go, mm-hmm. I fainted. What? <laughs> because I was I was like nine. It was crazy hot. Mm-hmm. We were wait, we were at the seaport waiting on the line for the ferry or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the heat I did not do good in. And this particular day, I just I passed out. Oh my god! Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Well, you're here now. I'm glad for that. <laughs> Still Maybe no we just, liberty. Yeah, we just leave that part alone. Yeah, you know? it's just not for us. That are <laughs> here. It. This is really good. Wow. I'm like... I'm trying to keep it classy, but clearly... Go for it, girl. Go for <laughs> it. The, the world is yours. The ball is ours. Go for it. This is really good. 
I'm really enjoying this. And by the way, I actually got this from WineInsiders.com. That's primarily where I got a lot of my wines from. Uh-huh. They make wine shopping super easy. And it's like... So what do you, when you're wine shopping, that's uh-huh. something I would like to know. When you're wine shopping, what do you recommend for somebody like... Oh, I don't know if you people have like a little wine... Um, oh, the rack? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little wine rack. And that's something else over there. So I got to start filling that up. Now, if I went out to um, pretty much fill my rack up mm-hmm. with some, you know, standard bottles, mm-hmm. where would you suggest that I, what would you suggest I start with? And then how would I shop? Well, knowing... Versus going to the local liquor store. Right, right, right. Knowing what you like is important, first of all. Like, you know, that's why I always ask everyone before I bring a bottle over, you know, red, white, rosé, or sparkling, right? So you let me know that you like reds and you like, you know, bitter reds and you like tart reds. Um, you really just have to drink. You know, you start with what you know. You I know like the that. Merlots. <laughs> Period, you know. You, you, you like the Merlots. You like the, um, maybe the Cabernets. You branch out, you know. So if you're going and you're buying three bottles, you pick two you know when you don't know. Right? Okay. So it's, it's a lot of trial and error because even among um, varietals that you are familiar with, you can still find something that's just not for yeah. you. You know, and it and it depends. Like we, I have a show with um, my boyfriend Rum, and we had a Chardonnay from South Africa, right? And I'm a fan of Chardonnay. I'm fine with it. But Chardonnay is one of those wines that you know. There's so many things about it that can vary. It can be oaky. It can be you know um, full body. Um, there can be you know it could be uh, aged in stainless steel or wood or whatever. And you, either you like it or you don't. You know, mm-hmm. so. Depending on where wine grows, those different characteristics about it kind of pipe up or not. So for whatever reason, this particular Chardonnay that was grown in South Africa had like this really stringent taste that I just could not do. Like <laughs> I couldn't do it, and and I could identify all the undertones and and I got everything about it, but it just wasn't clicking with your palate, right? You know, so and and that's how I know. Okay, that's fine. But I bought a red blend from the same company. Love it. It was awesome. But I also find there's some wines I love to drink them. But the minute I decide I'm gonna sit down with a dinner or have, you know, whatever, uh-huh. it just, just automatically completely turns me off. Right. So that happens. It's also too. good too to know what you're pairing. Yeah, the food pairing is another. That's a whole other dimension. There's such a science to it. <laughs> yeah, because you, know? you think they always say red wine steak. Okay, no problem. You're right. just going to grab a bottle of red wine, got your steak right here. You're good to go absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'll mess up your whole shit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do you it's fine. Yeah, we're explicit. Go for it. Um, I also find too that you can be surprised when you pair your wines. There was a wine that I had. I can't remember. It was... um. It was like a red blend from Italy. I can't remember where exactly it was from, but I know it was by Bertoli. And I had it with ravioli. And when I drank it by itself, I didn't really care for it. There's nothing to it. But once you had the ravioli, it was like everything? I mean, I could taste the tomato. But it came, it came out. Gotcha. You know? So, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of trial it's and error. It's, it's just, you got to try it. And then, I will do the research. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. So it's awesome. I love it. So as a wine blogger, um, is your duty to, or at least your particular purpose, Mm -hmm. is it that you want to expose more people to uh, wine, or is it just a combination of you doing what you love and um, for you being able to expand your palate? 
Um, a little bit of both. I mean, I like to learn more um, about wine and, um, you know, where it's from and get all into the really deep, earthy wines and the, the, the vintage bottles and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I also really want to make it palatable. See what I did there? For everyone, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel like there's a mystery about wine for some people that that's why they go to Moscato, you know, because it's safe. Mm-hmm. You know, once it's sweet, you know what you're getting and you're good. But um, I feel like it's important to bring that knowledge to everyone in a way that they can get it. it so, you know, I'll There's break it down. There's sophistication to wine, too, I think. Right. The way that a man has his whiskey or his cognac mm-hmm. or his scotch um, wine is very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Especially certain types of wine. Right. And um, it's also, I think, for me personally, it's a lot easier like on the liver in your health yeah you don't gotta worry about waking up and losing a day yeah you know you could be drunk off of wine and and still have your memories Mm. you know unless you really go to pound town or whatever but you can drink a bottle of wine and still be considered normal right right you drink a bottle of vodka you might have an issue yeah (laughs) so yeah it's definitely a different perception about wine you know even though it's like i've also met people who um, do bourbon tastings the same way mm-hmm. I do wine tastings, you know, and they customize the barrels and they have it from different places or whatever. They're yeah, so but when you're doing a bourbon tasting, yeah, you're not getting little. a cup, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> You'll be done. Or it's literally like the little samples I know. And I know um, a few years ago, I was actually working on a television show. Mm-hmm. Never came out, but it was based on bartending. And we had to, um, we had like I think his name was Dale the Gail DeGroff, Dale DeGroff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was considered like the king of cocktails. And he was one of the judges. We had like three judges and all these bartenders from all over the place. They came, they would get a challenge, they would make it. Sometimes the challenges included um, like pouring a certain, fulfilling certain orders mm-hmm. in a certain amount of time or creating cocktails or pairing and recommending wines to go with certain things to people right. that weren't, you know, aware. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I always found really interesting about the whole um, process with the wine is that the taste. Mm -hmm. You could get a flat wine. You could get a a wine with bubbles. You could get one that... um, There's some that... Not like taste like vomit. Mm -hmm. I've come across those and I don't know what it is Mm -hmm. that's in it. Mm -hmm. But with wine, it's pretty fun and versatile. I think a lot of people also, they're not, um, they don't realize that you don't just have to have it straight up like this. Right. So. Right. There's a lot to wine. And, and you know, um, I actually did a tasting in the summertime and someone asked me, well, you know, wine is, is aged in the bottle. How do you know when it's spoiled? Or how do you know when it's gone bad? Because it's essentially grape juice that's gone bad in a controlled environment. So. What ends up happening is a lot of times people are drinking bad wine and don't even know it yeah. because they don't know what it's supposed to taste like. There's some, like, you can smell tar in wine. You can taste spice in the wine. But there are things that you shouldn't taste in the wine. You shouldn't smell vomit in wine. You know, like, it shouldn't be, Yeah, maybe. Like, that, I mean, that, that definitely could be true. Yeah, you know, it, it's like there's so many different ways that it can go. And wine does go bad, um, especially when you're dealing with natural cork, which is porous. It lets air in and it's spoiled. So, you know, it, it's definitely a possibility. So, so then now you're going to have um, 
because that's also another thing I've noticed too. When mm-hmm. the pork, sometimes it's so been so long, you can't get it out. Yeah, because it's dry. Yeah. So then, does that mean it's automatically spoiled or? I mean, me personally. Um, once I have issues with the cork, I know I'm gonna have issues with the bottle. You know what I mean? So I kind of take that as a signal. Um, that's why it's important to store your wine bottles um horizontal to keep the cork wet. Uh, right so you can usually tell like sometimes i'll go to a restaurant i'll order a glass of wine which a lot of people say you shouldn't do you're gonna order one order the whole bottle so you know you get a fresh bottle mm. but when it comes to like one that's been sitting there or the cork is rotten or something weird like that like you can tell right off the bat there's some smells that the human body just reacts to you know what i'm saying that that are like negative smells so what what i do like me personally like if if um if I'm using my corkscrew, look at the color. It's a pretty color. Um, okay. you when I'm you know getting my cork in the bottle and if the cork breaks apart, you're not dealing with that. <laughs> no, I'm done. See now, I've had my days. Uh huh. You know? <laughs> I've had my days where it's like you know what, we're gonna do this. <laughs> I don't care if you break. I got a knife. I got a fork. I'm Ooh. going to town. <laughs> Um, you're not coming out, but I will damn sure push you in. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to be drinking with, you know, cork particles. <laughs> but I'm going to enjoy you. I guess I've had those nights. Um, but I've also... So is this the reason now for those newer kind of corks that are like spongy maybe? The synthetic cork is just cheaper to do. Just like mm. a screw top. So it's not better or worse? No, not really. I mean, it's really just a matter of the material, to be honest. Just like screw tops, like some people think if it's a screw top wine, it's cheaper and it's lower quality. Not necessarily. It's, it's just, just a different packaging. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just you know a choice made by the manufacturer and and um you know. Yes, a, a tell these people thing. that so you can stop wine shaming people. Yeah, no, no. Here at <laughs> Shea Over Wine, we do not wine shame, ever at all. Okay, that's not gonna go down. But and, it's good for people to know that because they will judge it. Yeah. Like oh. She thinks she's doing something with her little twist her top. Little yeah. <laughs> Who just twist top mine? Clearly, that's the cheap Target stuff. Nope, 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 yeah, nope. So. A lot of people do screw top wine, and they're very good wines. I actually have a pinotage that I really enjoy that's a screw top. Well, how, how you can tell if your wine is the cheap shit if it says wine product? Let's start there. Ooh. All right? So, so it's not wine, it's wine product. It's wine product, which Components means it has exactly of wine. It's it's like sugar, water, and wine. And and gotcha. no. Okay, so got a little bit of wine. Would in that it. be are you familiar with, with Arbimist? Well, first of all, Arbimist <laughs> was like the Georgie of wine. Yeah. For two ninety nine a bottle. Right. When I was like in junior <laughs> high school and we wanted to drink but we swore it was always classy. So we wasn't running around um, doing hood rat stuff and trying to get Rand nephew when we were 10, you know? We went for wine. There were some of us that we were good from the beginning. Good, bad. Not like the other degenerates. So yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with Urban Mist. Um, <laughs> that was some... Listen, Urban Mist low-key has the flavors. <laughs> yeah, they do. They got flavors. Don't get me wrong. They got it's sweet juice, bitch. Though. It's, it's sweet bitch got it's flavors Kool-Aid. too. Sweet I throw shade to sweet, to sweet bitch all the time And it's no oh, offense yeah. <laughs> But I throw shade on sweet bitch all the time They think they slick Coming yeah. out with all different type of varietals But they add sugar to each one Cabernet is not sweet <laughs> Okay Stop playing with me yeah. Moscato you could get away with Pink Moscato And you gotta be careful too Because a lot of those sweeter wines That advertise as sweeter wines Add sugar after the fermentation yeah. process That's where you get your calories That's where you get your headache the next day 
You gotta watch out with that. Alright? What you wanna do is you want a wine that, you know, if you wanna do a sweet wine, I'm not judging at all. Okay? If you wanna do a sweet wine, that's fine. But what you want is a wine that is harvested from sweet grapes and the sweetness comes from the grape, not from added sugar later on. Yeah. Okay? So generally speaking, that's gonna occur in, like I said, the wine product wines. The wines that you find in the supermarket. A supermarket literally Are we in, talking like Carlo Rossi? Carlo Rossi? I'm not familiar. That's the the big glass oh, that gallon jug, jug. Like the teleport jug? It's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that so many times. <laughs> and it's so cheap. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I wouldn't, only because, like I said, generally speaking, there are laws on what can be classified as wine and where it can be sold. So if you can buy it at the supermarket, Probably there's not. a good chance it's not wine. Yeah. Okay, it's a wine product. Like Chateau Diana, mm-hmm. um, that's that's actually not wine. It's wine product. So you want to what be about the, um, what they call... I'm assuming it's wine product too. Then, mm-hmm. um, the non-alcoholic, like what pr- pregnant women, yeah, fool themselves with. What that is is that is wine, but they take the alcohol out of it. So it's like CBD oil yeah. of wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like it makes you put, and it, it tastes like vinegar. It's terrible. Like, uh, just don't bother. I mean, I'm not. I gonna think you gotta. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think you gotta have a, a pregnant lady on here one day, and you gotta do that. Yeah, <laughs> just, right. Just for the culture, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. For the culture, right? Maybe, maybe we'll, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do the wine-free wine, the, let the maternity wine. Yeah, the maternity <laughs> episode, and just take us take a step into their world. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we love to hear it. Like, and show their pain, right? <laughs> I'd rather wait than have this garbage. <laughs> to hell with this shit. That would so, be a good one. I tried it once, like I said, for the culture. But oh, you did try it. I tried it before. It's called free. There's one called free, and you find it in the supermarket. And I was just curious about it because I'm like, I was never in a position where I shouldn't drink or I couldn't drink. But I'm like, okay, what does alcohol-free wine actually taste like? You know what I mean? So I did try it, and it just it tasted like. It tastes like you know when you when you shoot into a it, it basket and like, you miss. It, it tastes like <laughs> failed yeah. hopes and dreams. Right. It just tastes like, like a failure. <laughs> so I said, you know, damn. Nah, then you know, forget Pregnant it. people just wait. Or 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 because there's certain, and I'm not going to speak to this. I'm not a medical professional, but I've heard right. that there that, are that stages. You're able to, yeah, there's stages in your pregnancy that, where you're able to enjoy. Uh, right, and mm-hmm. that's why I was saying when I went through my wine phase and I was like heavy on my reds. The mm-hmm. only thing I know is you get the poop, the alcohol poops, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and, and you know when you've been you, when you're dealing with somebody that drinks red wine, because the way that it, the way that it exits, but <laughs> um, still that's. Less again, it's less harsh than someone that's downing me a nephew. Right. Um, whole different story. <laughs> yeah. Whole, whole different. different. And it and it works as um for some like a cleanse or a detox. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's, it's actually pretty good, and it's um you know I heard that a glass of red wine a day is good for your heart, mm-hmm. and it's good for you. Of course, I'm not a medical professional. I have to glass also make sure. Glass of red wine sure. a day and a white tequila shot a day. Yes, I've heard that. I've heard Listen. that. I take all of that advice, okay? <laughs> I leave the world. I leave in the morning, ready. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love it. By the time you finish taking all of your supplements. Right. That's a supplement too. I love it. That's awesome. So anywho, this I'm really like we're really getting to the bottom of this bottling really quickly. I'm this is, <laughs> this is fun. Well, sorry, ladies still we um ladies <laughs> still like alcohol. No, this is great. I mean I love wine too. Yeah. And this is a really really big, really fruity It makes it easy to wine. drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I love it. I really do. I'm actually like doing the, um, <laughs> Oh the she? It's it, she feels like She's a she. She's I'm gendering this wine. Okay. I'm alright with that. <laughs> I'm gendering it. I'm totally fine with that. I'm actually doing a sparkling wine tasting next week. But I'm oh, really, really excited about yeah. And where is this? It's gonna be in Long Island City. Um in on Tuesday, Tuesday evening. And um I have four flights, possibly five, um, from Spain, Italy, and France. That are coming? Yeah, yeah, no, four bottles. Oh, gotcha. I mean, four, possibly five bottles. I'm thinking if I want to add the fifth one. Um, the, the fifth one I want to add in is pretty sweet, but um, I feel like it'll be a nice closer to everything because all the other ones I have are not sweet. But, you know, sparkling wine comes in different ways, too. So you have, like, you know, French wine. You have uh, Prosecco from Italy. You have Cava from Spain. You have Asi Spamanti from Italy. Mm. So um, I'm, I'm actually featuring at least at least two Proseccos, um, a Cremant from France, not a Champagne, but a Cremant, and uh, a Cava from Spain. Were you with me? I think so, because that's the only time I ever tasted Prosecco. That was when uh, Big Ange had yes. her Prosecco um, that came out. Oh, yes. I was there. Did the I taste of sex? Yes, I was there. Yeah, okay. That was the black dress party yes. that we took on the yes. band bitches. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Yes, I remember that party. I'm pretty sure I tasted it. It was kind of a blur that night. But I'm pretty sure. Good blur. <laughs> yeah, a good blur. <laughs> that I tasted it that night. That was a fun night. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. Um uh-huh. just because I I like to share wine that much. So when like you do a tasting mm-hmm. and let's say I come, I don't know nothing about wine. Like what how am I introduced to it? How do I know? how to pick like is it just I drink something and I say hey I like it or I don't or is there a way that maybe I'm supposed to enjoy it or mm-hmm. at least to know that well as the host I'm I guide you through the entire process okay. so you know I show you how to open the bottle I show you how to store it how to serve it you know the temperature should be served at I have little finger foods that pair well with it um, you know, I talk a lot about where it's grown and, you know, the process of how it's made and any other questions people have. I mean, I actually just um, posted a post this morning, um, this afternoon, uh, featuring videos from my last tasting to show, like, how I do it and how I talk about things and uh-huh. everything I demonstrate there. So when I do my tastings, like I said, I try to bring a lot of information so that you leave smarter and uh-huh. a little tipsy. So um, I like to... I like to, you know, have the spread and the foods and the bottles on ice awesome, and everything yeah. showing. Like, I love that. So, I, I really want to make it an experience. And I'm, I cannot wait. I am so excited about it. Okay. I, I'm excited for you. Yeah. I wish I could be there. <laughs> I mean, you I have to do this again too. over yes. a whole spread. No, listen. So when I you pair it, or is this like a, a cheese and cold cut type thing or is it yeah, like yeah what I do is I look up for the but like for my last tasting I had I want to say three 
four whites. No, I had three whites, a red, and a rosé. Right? For the, the, the uh, tasting that I just um, posted on my blog today. And what I did is I looked at all the, you know, typical foods that pair with it. And that was my spread. I had goat cheese. I had mm. dried apricot. I had strawberry, of course. Strawberry pairs so well with wine. Bougie over here. No, it was great. And I had... um. Something else. I can't even remember. It's all on the blog. Shayalbawan.com. It's, it's all on the blog. It's the latest blog post I put up. And, you know, we went through each one. And I went through where they come from. And, you know, what they taste like. And the colors. And we tasted it. And we put it. And the, the flavors taste after mm. you tasted it. It was great. It's awesome. So, I'm I'm so excited when okay. I do these I events. Because it's so Your much fun. Your whole face fun. is lighting up <laughs> at the thought of it. It's so much fun. So, I can't, can't, can't wait. And I was actually... um planning another wine tasting we're actually gonna go um look at venues this weekend um for one that i'm gonna do on the weekend because you know that's why a lot of people miss my events because i have them like during happy hour during the week uh-huh. um but um, i'm gonna have another one over the weekend and i want to have a nice combination of men and women so i have like that kind of mars versus venus vibe right 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 and i'm gonna do moscato versus riesling Okay. Okay, so Riesling is another wine that, you know, it can it's be It's a dry dessert sweet. wine. Yeah, it can I be like dry Riesling. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had it, and I'm not really, but I had a period um, for me with a dessert. Mm-hmm. There's a restaurant in Brooklyn mm-hmm. on Henry Street. It's called Henry's End. Mm-hmm. And they do um, the whole game menu, and it's only available during the season. So it's probably about to go away now. Mm-hmm. But um, game season, that's when you go, and you can get... Um, turtle, antelope, deer, kangaroo, like all the game meats. Ooh. Um, and they pretty much antelope, elk, all of that stuff. They pre- mm-hmm. they put a menu together where it's like seven courses, and each yeah they make a turtle soup. Mm-hmm. And then each ah, yes, course of that. Yeah. they pair with the wine. Uh-huh. And I think it's about maybe one fifty, sixty bucks per person. Mm-hmm. But it's it's worth it. You get just enough for each course mm-hmm. to taste and, and make sure that and it's a different wine that goes with a different one. It's really good. It's a it's a very little place right off the end by um Lich Long Island University Hospital. Yeah. It's down there or whatever. It's really good. Ooh. I would definitely think that it's something you would want to check out. Henry's End. Uh huh. On Henry Street. Yes, it's awesome. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it's like all the the deer, the rabbit, and then all that. I I went. I had like a whole jungle zoo. <laughs> I, I was. I loved it. Oh, that sounds cool. Because I was like, eh. right. <laughs> but I never saw Bambi, so that didn't really yeah. resonate with me. <laughs> oh, that sounds cool. I have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Definitely something to look at, especially right in our yard. Right, it's right here not hard to get to either. Well, where'd you get this from again? I got this from WineInsiders.com. Okay. Um, that's pretty much where I get the good majority of my wines when I review them on my blog or um, even for some of my tastings, I get wines from there. Um, they actually come down significantly on their prices. They were decent to begin with, and now they're like almost like wholesaler price. And um, they ship super quick. You can order Friday, and your package comes Monday. Nice. And it's it's very quick. And um, they always have promos going on, so if you sign up to their email list, They'll send you promos where you can get one for like eight ninety nine a bottle. If you buy a case of fifteen, um, or you know something along those lines, they always have something going on, and um, <clears throat> it's very easy, very straightforward, and that's really where I got um a lot of the wines that I've written about on my blog 
Um, that's why I got this one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they make it very, very clear. These I mean, companies need to be hitting you up because... I know. You're exposing people to all this Seriously. Stuff. I mean, they used to have a coupon code where it was like I had, like, a buddy thing going on. But they stopped it. So, there's that. But... Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna formally reach out to their people because I've been picking them up for a while. So I think I need to. Make I hope you've been tagging them and stuff. Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. So I'm gonna make that formal connect with them. Yeah. But um, I really love them because um, out of gosh, I've ordered maybe at least thirty, forty five bottles of wine from them. I've only wow. not liked maybe two. Okay. So they're hit 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 hit. Yeah. But that's still a great record. Right. So, you know, I really love them. I actually um I'm I'm gonna put in the order this Friday, um, so I can get them in time for the tasting because they ship so quickly. It's amazing. Like you make your order Friday morning, you have wine by Monday. Yeah, we're not dealing with the wish of wine. Right, no. (laughs) (laughs) I put my first order in last week, so I'm just hoping and praying. Right now, because it was a test order, like thirty dollars, right. but it's like a hundred things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. like I'm waiting to see. They said it could be December third or the twenty second. Oh my god! So I'm like, <laughs> it's a gamble, but it's thirty dollars. I could take that out. Right. So we right. gonna see for a hundred things. So it's like mad. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, they're definitely super good. I mean, even I've dealt with Wink um, as a wine club. Uh-huh. Um, Wink. W-I-N-C. They're also pretty good. I mean, they have... They're a lot more... I want to say higher end. I mean, you can tell from their aesthetic. You can tell from... Oh, no worries. No worries. They're, you can tell from their aesthetic. You can tell from, you know, just the, the names of the ones that you're dealing with at the higher end. And the pricing is a lot higher. But, um, you know, they're pretty good as well. Of course, I love my Vine Boss. I love my Vine that sounds awesome. It's crazy that I've never, I've not heard of it before, but I'm pretty sure after we wrap up, we could talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a dope idea. I love my vine box, and I meant to bring the box with me, and I kind of ran out the house with me. But it comes with a really pretty box, these vials of wine, and the wine are like the the vials are like this wide, right? But maybe about this tall. Okay. So they come with they used to come with three, now they come with um twelve for the quarter. And um, they come with all the facts about the wine or what pairs well nice. with it, Thanks. everything. It's beautiful. So um, I really love them. And um, there's also Wine Awesomeness, which is another wine club that I'm a part of, that they actually will pick a region um, for wine, similar to Vine Box, but they send you a full um, you bottle. Look up, um, I think it's Wine Geek. Wine Geek? Yeah, you mm-hmm. look them up. I look into that, too. I've done work with them in the past. Oh, really? nice on that same show <laughs> oh nice right that show so we um so those are you know the wine clubs that i kind of deal with and i like to have my wine curated for me so it's not like a shot in the dark per se uh-huh. so and that's kind of where like that's like my jump off point to um getting started with the ones that i've never heard of or maybe i've read about but never tasted okay so. It definitely sounds really good. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It makes I feel like I'm. <laughs> I feel like I'm on here. I, I forget that this is your show. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. It's fine. It's fine. We work the dynamic, however. So it's fine by me. But what's um? So you have your season finale coming up. Yes, I do. Um, Love, Peace, and Slander, live, um, season finale, which will be episode twelve and thirteen. We're going to do Monday, 
December 3rd in an after work setting at Amarachi, mm. um, which is downtown Brooklyn, like right under the bridge, yeah, black exactly owned, is, African. Yeah. Um, and I have a great working relationship with the owner. He did my um, launch for lovepeaceandslander.com oh. uh, party there, and we pretty much did like a, a live viewing of one of the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. And he felt like, you know what, why don't we just do one live here yeah. um, where the people that are already here, you know, we could incorporate them. I was like, you know what, that could be a really good idea. He made and designed a um, customized happy hour menu. So it had like everything themed. So we had like paparazzi wings and we had the slander punch and like a whole bunch of different things going. Um, so we're gonna bring that back. Um, and it's literally like five dollars. Oh. Um, they have like these amazing jerk parmesan wings. Mm. They have a uh, house rub. Like, what was they have fish tacos, and it's like literally like a lot of bang for your buck. And happy hour goes on until about eight o'clock. Oh, um, so yeah, Lucky Slender. We pretty much it's like we are the I don't know if people remember there used to be a show on VH1 called The Best Week Ever. Yes, right, yes, so, I love Best Week and Ever. That's when they would kind of do the weekend review and go down all the news uh-huh. and pretty much comment on it. So we do the exact same thing, I feel, but we do it with a black-ass spin. Right. Um, so that's pretty much, you know, how we are branding ourselves right now. That's what we're doing. So it's pop culture, but with a black-ass spin. There you, you go. Know? Um, and then we have the website. You know, we're gunning to be that black TMZ. Mm-hmm. I know you have the shade room. You have your boss up and all that stuff mm-hmm. or whatever, but whatever. There's too many things that happen in a day for everybody to cover every single moment everybody has their place their thing right right and also you know we just built our forum oh so our forum is there now um because honestly facebook is doing way too much they're snatching and yanking whatever the hell you put up no nowadays they're not even giving you any warning or notice about what they're taking or why and it's become way too often so now my forum it's open people have started to register and i'm trying to migrate over there Mm -hmm. you know we do have our facebook presence i don't think that you at this point could really be like oh you're not gonna have it Mm -hmm. but i would like to migrate more onto that side and it's a safe space for us by us yeah you know um different sections there's other sections i have to put in Mm -hmm. but for right now the basics are there and like i said december 3rd monday after work amarachi Drink specials, food specials, lots of laughs, um, and we'll probably live stream it via Facebook. That's this Monday the third. No, this Monday the twenty. What is it? <laughs> no, Monday the third of December. Of next. The, yeah, no, not okay. Got you. It is the third of December, but that's not next Monday. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I might have to pop over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just gotta. Yeah. Gonna get it done. Yeah. I be I be trying to pop out. Don't think I don't. I be trying to pop out. Listen, girl, I know how it be. It's but okay. Sis, I know how it be. Shit going on. <laughs> I know how it be. Everybody's trying so. to get it together. Everybody's trying to do their own thing, and I appreciate it. There's a lot of us right now that are hustling. Yeah, in a major way. We're at the very ends of the line of 2018. Yeah, and I'm very happy and proud to know that everybody put in work. Mm-hmm. This year, out of all years, a lot of people that I know put in major work. So, 
As far as I'm concerned, cheers to 2019. Seriously, everybody's ready for 2019. <laughs> I ain't ready, but I'm trying to get there. <laughs> I know that I got a lot of stuff going on, and I'm I definitely am um, happy for the opportunity to even be here on this podcast, Shade Over One. Thank you. First of all, congratulations because I don't know if your listeners know how much of a leap you took to even be doing this right now. You know, Allie, I mean, excuse me, lady, still. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I just feel like, I'm being dramatic, but, you know, people don't really understand the level of work that goes into a project. You know, when you They don't, of, and they won't until no. after, but you gotta understand, like, I don't talk to you every day, but that don't mean that I don't see, and I don't know where you came from to where you are right now, and I know, so... From me to you, yo, girl, you 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 on fire. Keep Cheers it up. To that. Cheers. Cheers to that. You put in some work, and I know you have some hurdles, and you ain't let them shit stop you. You here? You educating me on shit, some shit or whatever. <laughs> like you, you got the juice, my dear. Well, you got the wine. I got the wine. <laughs> you know, and that's what it's about. It's about women recognizing women. Young people recognizing young people, people engaging, people pushing, you know, the other brand. It's not just about you anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. was super, super flattered that Allie accepted my invitation because I know she's doing a lot of stuff. So, it's like, I this is like the third time we rescheduled. <laughs> so it is, like, but no, it was a very important to me because yeah. I really wanted for that particular uh, sentence I just said, I uh-huh. wanted to tell you that face to face because... Like I said, we don't talk every day. Right. But I do remember when you decided you were going to take that leap and you were going to pursue something that you believed in mm-hmm. versus now. And it wasn't even that 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 long ago. You right, know? right. So, right. and but I do remember there was a slight point where you were somewhat like contemplating, maybe I shouldn't have. And you needed that reinforcement that you did and you got it or whatever. And it kept and you went over that hump. And then I'll be seeing like, just know if I'm looking, that means that this mad people looking. There's people looking, yes. right? Of course, absolutely. What they looking at? But anywho, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, and we're all doing something cool. Like I love what you're doing with your blog, and the way you put a spin on, like you said, shit that everybody else sees, things that everybody else reports, but you put your little super black twist on it. And yeah. I can't wait. I, I'm really going to try to pop out because I really love to be in the mix of these things and being around. It's so when it's good. We, 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 create, we create what we need, right. what's necessary. So, um, like I say, even if you can't pop out, it's all good because we'll find a way to wrap, you know, and, and link up once again. But right. I'm very, again, happy for the opportunity. I'm loving this bottle. Yeah, girl. I got to <laughs> give you some more. I have to make this another one. You know, Petite Syrah is my all-time favorite um, varietal. It's called? Right? This is a Primitivo. Primitivo, yeah. Yes, Primitivo um, from Italy. And uh, Petite Syrah is my absolute favorite. But this is coming in at a close second. Like, this really hit. Mm-hmm. This hit for And me. it's a nice hit, too. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those delirious... What the hell am I doing? Did someone slip something on my drink? Yeah, seconds? belly start burning and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's <laughs> not one of those. It's one of those makes you bubbly. Yeah, it's a it's a chill. It's a cool, nice and subtle. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. So we're at the bottom of the bottle at this point. So you know, we're just gonna move things right along. I personally 
And like I said, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad to be spreading the wine gospel to people just like me. I feel like we have so much more to enjoy, so much more to to do. There's so much more that can be done and that can happen. Um, I actually have a book dropping. And this might end up on the cutting room floor because I'm not sure if I'm announcing this yet. But I am um, coming along with a book um, about journaling and self-reflection. And That's awesome. What I find is that, thank you, I find um, a lot of us are searching. You know what I'm saying? For We're searching inside of ourselves, we're searching outside of ourselves. And I think it's important to have that conversation with yourself. You know, my podcast is primarily conversations with other people. Right? And I always learn something no matter who I talk to, even as a little kid. Um, I feel like it's important to check in, you know, with yourself. And if it means pouring a glass of wine and, and sitting there, yeah, getting really relaxed and having that self care and having that me time, I think that's a that's a huge component of growth, you know, looking inside to, to get bigger. So I've been making an effort to kind of transition my conversations to, you know, that, that kind of moment where we say to ourselves, all right, what, what did I do for my self care today? Today, yeah. Out of everything. You know? And that's something I have to work on because I, I honestly, I could be so overwhelmed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because um, I'm always casting nets, casting nets, and I have to follow up with these people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I, you know, a lot of people are coming to me and asking me and I have to help them or whatever. And it's like I will continuously put myself on the back burner. This is the first time I'm somewhat... Um, dealing with what I want to do mm-hmm. but I'm still really um, trying to simultaneously not miss a step in, in the way that I was able to help people before mm-hmm. which right now it has me at a point where I'm over- overwhelmed because now I have to what? I have to record my stuff right. I have to make sure that I'm writing mm-hmm. I have to make sure I'm running the IG or whatever and my baby, my baby helps me I can't say that he don't mm-hmm. but he's dude you know, yeah. <laughs> certain things you don't really, you know, have it like that. But he does try to take a lot of the weight off, and I do put a lot on my back. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you, that is something a lot of people will um, definitely benefit from. Mm-hmm. And people are waiting. They, they really, a lot of people are hurt. A lot of people are defeated. Yeah. And they just don't know. They don't want to feel like they are pussy or weak right. or any type of dumb shit like that right so they wait for ends to where they could come in and i'll never forget i think it was like maybe two years ago i published some ep- excerpts from a book i was reading mm-hmm. that um reading writing that um dealt with things that i had to deal with when i was coming up mm-hmm. and my inbox was flooded with so many people that are like well I would never have thought that you went through this, or I never thought blah blah blah, because people have a different perception of me for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, no, whatever. But the fact that a lot of people reached out to me after that, let me know. There's a lot of people that say or portray one thing, but they're far from it. Right, right, so right. And any the amount, too. yeah. If that's what say, like I don't understand the whole. It's not room enough for this amount of people because mm-hmm. the amount of people that are hurting or whatever, we need to have so many people on that. Yeah. Right now, that's that's able to put things out there for other people to consume. Definitely, there's there's always a space for healing. There's never 
anywhere that no you can't you know what I mean you know you can't come here and there was there was a while where there was so many people trying to create spaces you know to bring people in but what a lot of people forget is that in creating the space for healing you yourself have to be prepared yeah to take that on because in your own yeah you know you, you, down. yeah you you take you know it's it's a it's a, a burden to bear but I feel like some people are very gimmicky too. That too. That's another thing. That too. The whole SJW movement was crazy when it was going and <clears throat> the trauma and the trigger warnings and this that. Oh. It's like you know, <laughs> a lot of people kind of get in. They get off on a on a bad tangent and it kind of you know ruins the whole thing for everyone. But what I want to do is I want to kind of give people the opportunity to, like I said, look into themselves for. Mm-hmm what they need and it's not necessarily to heal yourself alone but it's to say like the book that I'm writing is based on my old journal right Mm -hmm. so what I did was I responded to my journal entries now as myself now Gotcha. right so you know there were so many moments in my past that were traumatic and and I think that we deny trauma so much we We deny Um, our deep feelings we deny what we've been because there's a lot of resentment with it you know yeah right now there people that go through certain things that are similar to what we went through Mm -hmm. have outlets that we didn't have right they're they're more humanized they're important and there's a lot of people that are very bitter about that Mm -hmm. you would think that because they went through it they would be happy that these people now have it and they're not Mm -hmm. they're very upset because they feel like well, I had to go through it and I had to live through it and no, fuck it, you're weak. You should do it like this. And it's right. like, no, that was wrong. Yeah. yeah that's it. it that wrong. was wrong. Yeah. So that's that's a big part of it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. A big part of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like to just, I want to be a person that shares how I dealt with a lot of what happened to me and a lot of what I went through and a lot of the changes I had to deal with because of, you know, whatever life I was living in, whatever was going on around me and you know i'm not saying to pour your troubles into a bottle of yeah. wine you know or try to find it in there but definitely not there's there's a tone about it that you can drink it will lower your yeah it will it will it will calm your nerves at least or your exam, mm-hmm. anxiety mm-hmm. and i know that that's probably not the best thing to say because you don't want to cross into a realm where you're telling people to self-medicate. Right. Because that's not what it is. Right, right. But if you want to uh, provide a, a climate or a setting where mm-hmm. you're able to sit down, really get into your thoughts without being clouded by anything else mm-hmm. and address it, mm-hmm. I would, I totally, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's what got most of my book written. Yeah. And it was very <laughs> therapeutic. It was like, once I got that portion of it out I let it go mm-hmm. but it's been the hardest shit to finish it up yeah. I, I will be very honest with you Yeah. because I've not gotten into that space of alone just focus mm-hmm. and sitting down and writing it but I also haven't been that hurt in a long time either right Right. because when I got into that I was very hurt mm-hmm. it's like I needed to just pour out so yeah. I don't know I mean, you kind of focus on like, you know, like I said, I made a project out of it, right? So I made it a thing. So it's like, all right, I got to finish this thing. So to make a to make a point of it and to get it down into something, I kind of had to make a gimmick out of it. I wrote letters to myself, to my former self, quote unquote, you know, mm-hmm. whereas, I, whereas that's, that's the tone that I'm taking with it. 
So it's like in in knowing that you want to do something, if you know you want to do the book, and that's for anybody. If you want to do the podcast, you want to do the blog, you want to do the thing, do the thing and take the time to do the thing. Sometimes you have to force the time. Sometimes yeah, that's what it comes down with forcing it. Mm -hmm. I just the only thing is I wish I regret. Um, I had my journals from when I was like. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Mm -hmm. I had those forever for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't throw them away until my ex-husband and I separated. Mm -hmm. But that's what caused me to throw them. Because a lot of it was centered around him. You know, he was somebody I had a crush on from when I was like 11, 12. Mm -hmm. You know, lost my virginity to him. Mm -hmm. We got married. Like, he's somebody I literally manifested. Yeah. But he's always somebody that I use as an example. Be careful of what you wish for. for. Right. Because it could happen. Mm-hmm. Because I did manifest him from from young, you know. And I mm-hmm. had that. Kept it when we got married. We moved away. I had all of them, whatever. And then I remember when I decided, like, that was over. My first go-to was the fucking diaries. I was like, fuck, <laughs> I want them shits gone. But if I had them, it's not about him. If I had those, mm-hmm. I would have had a lot access to a lot more things right because i used to record everything i used to record my um i used to record my report card grades mm-hmm. i would record this how you know i know that this is my calling mm-hmm. even from then the top movies um songs that right. were number one during that time i was always into celebrities and pop culture and stuff uh-huh. like that um from a young kid when Princess Diana died. But everything in my in my regular everyday life or whatever, I had one journal that was full of hieroglyphics because I swore <laughs> I was spoofing them. The shit took a long time to write, but I swore I had like from when I lost my day, everything was in there. Uh-huh. But my day to day, all my trauma, I only wrote in there. And my mm-hmm. parents at the time, my foster parents, they didn't believe in diaries. They thought diaries mm-hmm. were horrible and evil. And so they used to find them mm-hmm. or tear up my room to look for them to um, destroy them and I, I made it out of the house with three of them wow that that had things going on but yeah so I only say that to say a lot of people do need it yeah so it's, it's something finish for writing everyone it. yeah I, I am I set my goal <laughs> and I'm breaking it down and I'm trying to get it through so I can get it out to you guys and share it and, and let that be something else cause Shea over wine was never just about the wine, believe it or not. It was always about the conversation around the wine. You know what I'm saying? I love it. <laughs> so I love it, it was, though. It was always. I feel like you went to like a thousand directions tonight. Yeah, which is which is important. I mean, you know, I've played podcasts about other people, and I realize a lot of times some people put on a podcast and kind of zone out, like it's their company. You know what I'm saying in the room. Right. So I, I kind of use that as my format, where it's like, you know, you're, you're a fly on the wall with me hanging out with my friends. You know, yeah. but me personally, I I can overhear a conversation and learn something from it. Oh my Even God. the most minor thing. Most conversations <laughs> I overhear, I'm like steaming inside because <laughs> I really like I I'm nosy as shit. <laughs> I am. That's just it. There's nothing. I'm so nosy and I can't turn it off. And so I will be traveling and I hear shit, especially when I be. It's like either it's. The little kids that are ignorant and shit and don't know nothing, <laughs> or it's mad OGs that are ignorant as fuck and don't realize the world changed, and they just be talking mad shit 
that's mad wrong. Right. And they schooling someone on some wrong ass oh, shit. shit. Right. And Alex just be like, Alex, it's not your business. Just turn it off. It's not. It don't. It don't matter. It doesn't concern you. Right. You you get off the next stop. Yeah. But, but every every so often, I'd be like, you know, I'll fake bumping. Oh, sorry. It's like, oh, oh yeah, happened in Fairview Second Hall. And I just have to. Do you know that really? This is like, oh my god. But I have to make sure they're safe. You know, right. I've already done a mental scan, a visual scan, <laughs> make sure there's no weapons and all that type of stuff. And I've heard the content enough to know that they're not going to, you know, right. come at me like that. To, right, yeah, right. right. Oh. <laughs> then I feel like I've done my, my great duty for the day. Like I've saved somebody. Or I made a new enemy. I don't know. Just one or the other. <laughs> I mean, it happens. You can make enemies as much as you make friends. It's, it's fine. And it, That's the I make most universe. of my enemies when I'm trying to help people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens too. That's like, I'm just trying to help. I just right. don't want you looking crazy. Exactly. You're representing us. Exactly. And exactly. I'm one of the people you're representing, and I see you getting it all wrong. Yeah, and that's not bueno. At all. <laughs> Oh God, that's no bueno, girl. Your show is too short. I'm telling you, time. but you know what? There, there will be more episodes. There'll be more fun. There'll be more wine. Most of all, I mean, I have shows coming up. Like I said, I have the sparkling tasting. I'm going to do a, a nice. podcast there. If everybody allows me, you know, you got to get people permission to record them. But anywho, I'm going to have a show then. Like I said, I'm doing Mars versus Venus with Moscato versus Riesling. I have an all rosé tasting coming up too, um, as well as you know some more red tastings. I'm gonna do some couples shit. I'm gonna do some real ill shit. Sounds so that like all that. Uh, this stuff yes, coming up. Yes, that is all all coming. So you'll hear about it if you stay tuned. I mean, I'm all I've always been out there. I've always been doing my blog posts, doing my twitters, doing my posts. You know, whoever sees it, sees it, whoever doesn't does it. But that hasn't stopped me from really keeping at it and doing it. So that's where I'm at. And you stay tuned. I'm ShayOverWine.com. I'm ShayOverWine on Facebook. I'm ShayOverWine on Twitter. I'm ShayOverWine on Instagram. I'm ShayOverWine on Pinterest. Does anybody use Pinterest anymore? I still Yeah, like no. They, they, pin it. They, yeah. they be pinning they it They be up. pinning their ass. I literally just grab my username and that's about it. But I Period. can't get into Pinterest. Do you some Pinterest, girl? It be some shit on Pinterest. And, um... Last but not least, I'm Shay Overwine on SoundCloud, right here on SoundCloud. Oh, we, also oh, are, oh. <laughs> we also are on Apple iTunes. If you like to do your podcast through Apple Music, we are there too, baby. So, you know, catch me if you can. And if you can make it out, if you're in the tri-state area, come on down. Um, my events are on Meetup as well, if you people still use Meetup. If you're on Meetup. Um, and, and the events are also on um, Facebook as well. So okay. make sure that you pop out. Let me know you popping out so I save you a class. And, um, you know, check me out. Once again, thank you so much, Lady Steel, for thank being you for on my show. Me. This was a real good one. This is one for the books. I'm not even paring this down. This is going straight up. <laughs> I'm putting the music in the beginning and that's it. And now we are doing it. All right? So that was, um, again, another episode of Shelby One. I gave you all my handles. Bo- with the primitivo. Bo- bo- bullet, bullet. <laughs> Wine over shit. Yeah. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> So we did that and that's that.